a lesson plan for uh, teaching English as a second language classes has a logical structure starting with the warmer introduction into a topic activation of previous knowledge of students what is their opinion uh, is the topic connected to the sphere of their interests and so on so it's usually questions where you can use some visuals pictures or a little movie pre-teaching the next step is pre-teaching of uh, some vocabulary you think students your students can be unfamiliar with it's usually some grammar or vocabulary points three or five not so much um, and keep in mind that it's uh, only if it's necessary for the lesson you have to pre-teach uh, this vocabulary and then you teach you're supposed to ask questions about understanding ask if they know it and if they can explain the meaning provide um, it is better to provide some context, a picture or a little uh, text so that um, they can clearly um, see the meaning of grammar or vocabulary. Check understanding and it's better if you focus on some uh, pronunciation aspects if it's necessary. and. Um, the last step is to write it on your board, either physical or virtual board, and highlight phonology. The next uh, step number three is the main step is presentation of your material. It can be either text, audio, video, or a picture uh, but before doing this task uh, just ask um, you can we cannot just ask them to watch this video and try to understand it is better if they um, have some easy gist question simple gist question about what is happening or uh, what is the video about so it's not in-depth question just a simple gist question after that um, the next step is controlled practice you just deeper check the understanding of uh, this material audio video text with some um, questions specific questions or they have to find some vocabulary so it's up to you so um, check understanding of the material of well, your target vocabulary or your target grammar rules for example it can be First of all, uh, exercises has to be really easy, for example, gap, fill, exercises, true, false, um, find some um, vocabulary. 
in the context. But uh, the next step, the next stage, uh, it is kind of pre-speaking uh, stage. It is free practice. And what it means that half of the material is provided for the student, but half they have to make their own, use their own uh, ideas and um, express, maybe express their own opinion. It is free practice. Yes, students should use their own ideas uh, within this specific context. So we are not going straight into speaking phase, uh, speaking uh, stage where they express their opinion, but we uh, gradually, with the help of a picture, with the help of sentences, uh, maybe it can be a um, complete half of the sentences with your ideas, uh, describe what you see, describe daily routine of this girl, um, if there is such a picture. So it can be any exercises, uh, any exercise uh, relevant to target vocabulary and grammar, but not exactly but should be some um, support uh, for speaking. It's not free speaking, but uh, it will be in the next stage in production, this final step. It's either a piece of writing or it can be just uh, speaking, a conversation, a dialogue. It's usually we express our opinions about this topic, about this text, or about video, situation, specific situation, give advice, prediction, or some recommendation. It's usually uh, some questions are used, um, and uh, you can tell your students just to make uh, the speaking activity easier before they do it, you can provide them with your own opinion, your own example. And after, they can discuss it in pairs with particular situation. And it's better if they have some target language, so you can point out to your target language on the board, or you can provide them with the list of questions. Yes, specific questions, including target language, can be formed to start uh, the discussion. And uh, keep in mind that it is a standard lesson plan using uh, the CELTA um, presentation technique traditional modern uh, model uh, presentation practice production and it's uh, can be a little boring to use all the time and we use it uh, more it is most suitable for beginners and elementary uh, levels probably for some pre-intermediate and intermediate course you can use it for advanced uh, learners 
but you can flip it so you can start um, with a bigger uh, discussion about the topic and then you can do some exercises learn new grammar vocabulary points and then um, just uh, to repeat this uh, uh, production stage with new vocabulary so um, for more examples using this lesson planning techniques you can find on my website there are lesson plans uh, video based lesson plans for elementary pre-intermediate and intermediate uh, learners and um, topics include health food, character, and personality, daily life, social issues, culture, There's, there are some um, lessons on business vocabulary and IELTS preparation. So um, these are video-based lessons and they are mainly, mainly um, yes, using CELTA mythology and they are discussion-oriented. So, um, let's go to the main topic. It is creativity and interactivity during online uh, classroom, online teaching, English teaching. So, um, as for me, I've been teaching online for five years. Uh, so, it was before COVID, it was pre-COVID. And um, as for me, it wasn't such a big problem to transfer my lessons because mostly most of my lessons were online. And um, problem, the main problem is um, learning space for our online lessons. So we are provided with some platforms, Zoom, Google, Skype, etc. But um, why not to make lessons and so that we can use them with our students and then reuse them? Maybe after slight modification, uh, we can reuse it um, the same or similar lesson with another student. And also at the same time, we make our lessons available for thousands of people. Uh, for example, topic is healthy food, where we can provide uh, additional videos and texts and everything is on one page. So different tools, online tools can be used for this um, uh, situation. Some We can use blogs, website, Google Slides, Padlet, YouTube, you can make a YouTube video, even a podcast. And they are all different platforms with their own functionality. Uh, they all have their own share of interactivity. But my choice is a website and a let Yes, further, um, I will explain you why. Because the website, uh, you can 
there are a lot of platforms where you can create your own make your own website for free and they um, the amount of tools they provide is enormous on one uh, single web page you can for example have topic healthy food for adults for elementary or pre-intermediate students you can include additional videos tests uh, you can embed tests straight into your page additional audios texts and it's all can be on the same page also if you buy a website address your domain and make your own website it will be yours forever also with other platforms which are not your platforms they just let you use their space for free uh, your content unfortunately can be removed because you, you don't actually own 100% um, your content and it's uh, quite uh, ambiguous this idea because uh, if the platform is not yours so content also cannot be entirely yours and functionality is quite limited for example uh, google slides um, padlet uh, youtube yes it's um okay it's another question uh, the next uh, what i'm gonna talk about what is actually interactivity interactivity online um, mostly uh, people um, I've and I think that interactivity first what comes uh, to my mind is interactive exercises language teaching where I can click um, uh, where I can move, move things uh, with my finger and I can auto-check my answers and it's kind of fun and also a lot of apps um, mobile learning it's also interactive where we just have one question with for example four answers on our phone and we click and auto-check and it's kind of convenient uh, to use especially um, during mobile learning and app learning uh, so interactivity i think is not actually moving things with your finger and it's not just auto check interactivity is about getting people engaged via communication make them active um, we can use visuals videos and pictures constantly activate students so this is interactivity besides just um, interactive exercises so creativity and interactivity go they go hand in hand and on um, 
The question is how um, to teach uh, a language and uh, um, make it make it creative and uh, creative and interactive process. So mostly we should uh, lead to make students go to the outside world and to make them communicate with other people. Especially it will be beneficial for adults and more confident learners. And uh, it can be done via Facebook. So they can join different groups and via YouTube. They can they can make their own videos, they can send um, send comments. Um, they can comment YouTube videos. They, if they have Instagram followers, they can ask uh, them. Uh, they can uh, interact with their audience on Instagram on other social media platforms. For example, uh, recently I had a lesson on character and personality, and. Uh, one of my students have a significant um, tribe, significant audience on uh, Instagram, and uh, she told me that she will ask her followers what her character is, and she was really excited about it, and it's really, this is a great example of interactivity, how we can integrate our learning experience into real life and get some feedback from people and this is a good example also can be a better example let's think about it so it's about um, real-time interaction with your students during lesson you can use different discussion boards um, so let me know about your ideas, about what uh, interactive tools do you use, what uh, do you use to facilitate real-time interaction, what discussion boards do you use. So um, interactivity during online learning, yes, it is about clicking clicking on links, um, doing interactive tests, playing games, role plays, um, board games. Um, for example, um, we can uh, such examples of discussion boards or just interactive boards for for. Um, for um, real-time interaction, a Jamboard, Mirrorboard, Padlet can be used. Well, anything, even if it's a chat, just on Skype or Zoom, it is still can be considered like a board. And also an interesting example with Pinterest, as uh, we can create board there and collect pictures and it's great for uh, collecting data about some 
a subject, for example, about how to describe a house, how to describe a room, and uh, we can find on Pinterest different types of houses. And um, okay, the next question is how to expand creativity in general in your um, teaching English process. Always try something new. Don't stick to the familiar, expand your horizons. For example, you can flip lessons where you um, students they have um, this main material, a video, a text they have to read at home and after it's the lesson you kind of do your homework and discuss it. Secondly, give them a choice. Ask students what they have, what they want to do. Uh, for example, free options, free what lesson do you want, do you want lesson on food, do you want lesson on sport or on some other interesting topic. Yes, we have to incorporate their interests. We have to know what uh, what makes them excited. Um, also, another question for you. Please let me know uh, what unconventional learning materials can we use as um, during online learning. My example would be YouTube comments. I use them as I use them as uh, uh, vocabulary uh, to teach vocabulary. Cafe reviews restaurant or cafe reviews on Facebook really full of real natural English vocabulary. For example, about clothes. Uh, if it's topic about clothes, we can use websites where people buy clothes, shopping websites, and blogs. Blogs is really interesting material as um, its native speakers, native English speakers uh, can write um, posts on different topics. And maybe we can write a comment and sometimes this comment uh, for this blog post can be answered. And one time I really liked uh, one blogger on minimalism and we had a lesson on minimalism and it's, I found this blog post really fascinating. I didn't want just plain old text for my lesson. I wanted more. I wanted preferably the video but I asked um, the, the blogger for um, audio file for my teaching and she kindly recorded her voice uh, and now uh, I can uh, I'm very glad that she did it and that's how you can interact with uh, the community, English-speaking community, and um, um, this is a real interactivity and also I think it was also interesting uh, for you. 
What are your examples of interactivity and creativity in your uh, English teaching experience? Thank you.